Good morning, Jill. It's such a pleasure to have your wisdom and talent on our show today. And for the privilege of our audience, I was wondering if you would tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became interested in the topic of bringing loyalty to the workplace. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm really honored to be on your show. And um, I my name is Jill Branson, and I have a passion for getting employees and um, the business owner, uh, large corporations, wherever it may be. But I primarily work with the smaller um, companies and that sort of thing. But um, I've I've been in the realm of many hats. I've been a flight attendant. I've worked in the medical field. Um, I grew up in Southern California. Uh, I've, as a flight attendant, I was able to meet and be around a lot of different people. Um, my passion for the loyalty part of it is the fact that as a flight attendant, I was one of 20,000. Wow. And when you're one of 20,000, you're basically just a number. There isn't a lot of you know, kudos. And if you get something, it's like, maybe they'll send you an email that says, you know, we got this letter from a, you know, a passenger or that kind of thing. You didn't feel like they went out of their way to really um, make you feel like you were appreciated. So, and then, and when you're not appreciated like that, and you're just part of 20,000, what does that do for the employee in terms of like retention and other things like that? Well, definitely there's a lot of people who uh, in other jobs, I would say you, you're basically going to lose them the minute they they find something else that, that is more um, accommodating to those things where they know that they've heard from other employees at whatever that business is. And they say, oh gosh, you know, we all just we work together as a family. It's really important to us. And, you know, you'd be a perfect fit. Well, they immediately would want to change jobs because they want to be where they're appreciated. They, everybody wants a sense of feeling like they're part of a family of some kind, whether it's just three people in an office. You know, yeah, you need that emotional yeah, attachment, yeah. emotional attachment. And, you know, the thing that I found, I think, with with um, the major airlines is, number one, the benefits are so good, it's hard to leave. So yeah. that, you know, the big corporations, that's kind of how they hold on to them. But as years go by and after COVID and people starting to realize different things about how they um I guess that the money isn't always the most important part. Right. It, it's about what's in your heart and how you feel and how you're appreciated. Because if those things come into play, everything else will fall into to place anyway. So yeah. that's well, just. We, yeah, we, we just recently went through what they've called the great resignation. So more than 40 million people have up and quit their jobs. And I know that there were circumstances to that, but to tell you the truth, I think that a lot of it was kind of an awakening to the fact that uh -huh. we were numbers or we mm -hmm. are numbers. <laughs> and um, 
so there's a, a let's talk about a little bit about what it means to have loyalty in the workplace and and i know that you've had some tools that you've uh, started to use for that um, but what does it look like when, let's say, an employer has the 20,000 employees? What does it look like to be uh, loyal in what you're talking about? I think being loyal is where you feel like they have put you, you, you know, if you're in a big corporation, you don't necessarily start right off into what you're um, your niche is, whatever it is, you may start in at something else. But when your company or, um, you know, your manager, anybody that you're working with starts to see that you're your talent and they put you in the right place, when they send you a birthday card, when they send you a certificate of completion after you've finished 90 days um, as you, after you've been hired, or say you haven't called in six and sick in six months or something like that, and they reward you with that. Maybe they just give you a coffee mug with your name on it, but it's something that you want to see your employees feeling like they're actually, you know, seen. The word is seen. Yeah, that's a good word. We want to be seen. We don't want to just be invisible in this crowd. The other thing is, and when you're in work, a lot of times, and I hear this statement often, they're just adding to my schedule. They're just adding to what I'm doing. Or they're not, like you said, seeing this problem they're not communicating with us they you know they could care less about who i am because they can replace me with somebody else but you know replacing people with somebody else is very difficult and expensive and and so the cost of turnover in my opinion is a lot more than what a company has to do in order to start to see their employees and that, um, that's so true. So in the small business owner, uh, because I know that you probably work with both, right? Yes. So with the small business owner, I already, you know, I feel like I'm on a one-on-one basis with some of my employees because maybe I only have two to three employees or maybe I have 25 employees, but it's such more, such a more manageable number. What, does it look like, does loyalty look the same from a big company to a small company? I don't think so. Um, I think what it is, is that when you're in the corporate situation, you have managers who answer to managers who answer to managers. And when that happens, they the employee loses on that part because the manager has to worry about what their manager is going to say they have quotas, they have all these different things. So they don't, if if they want to do something personal for the employees that are maybe under them, they might have to do it themselves because the company doesn't do it. And, yeah. you know, it, it with a small company, you can actually make it so that, you know, you honor your employees, you make sure that you know everything about them. And if you don't, 
you find a way. It's not just a matter of saying, okay, every six months we're going to come in for an evaluation and we're going to, you know, see whether we're going to give you a raise or not. It's not about that. It's about knowing that their pet passed away or that they have a family member that's sick or, you know, those kind of things where you actually show that you care about that person and you appreciate them. So if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is that loyalty goes beyond just giving somebody a birthday card or just giving them a a cup. We're going to get involved in knowing that person completely and personally and recognizing their talents and all the things that they're doing. Right. And being aware. I mean, you can see and you can tell. You don't necessarily see it right at an interview. Of course, you have to, to be in that 90-day situation or six months or whatever it is to see um, the personality. And once you see that personality, I mean, as we all know, we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Instagram. You can tell by looking at all those things what this person is. And if the employer would do a little bit more research on the personal aspect of that person, maybe not getting into a deep conversation, because obviously they have to make a line somewhere where they're still the the boss and you're Mm -hmm. the employee, but just have a little bit of compassion and um, just knowing who that person really is on the other side of that office or wherever it is you are, you know? So, so let's say I'm a a corporation and I'm looking to apply some of the things you're talking about. And maybe I have 200 employees. Where would I start? Well, the first thing I would do is make sure that after the person is hired, they get a welcome package um, like I said, even even as simple, send them a brownie, um, send them a coffee mug with maybe the company logo and their name on it, or um, something along that line where you're showing right away that you have recognized that they're going to be somebody that's going to, to be important to their business. Um, and then I would make sure that everybody gets a birthday card. Um, everybody gets a anniversary card uh, after one year and you get a little something. I mean, something that is, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be something big. It could just, even a little thing means a lot. Just like I said, a brownie, um, uh, something simple that yeah. just shows that, oh, it's a treat, a cookie, something that is just showing that it's more than just saying, oh, you guys, you're great. Thanks. I'm really glad you've been here a year. But just adding a little personal touch to it. That's all. And as I imagine, because culture in companies can be quite enticing in terms of creating that family environment. It would be kind of fun in a way to use the techniques that you're talking about to bring the company culture in along with that welcome gift. I'm imagining like, you know, at Google, you would have a a funky T-shirt that you gave to somebody and they get to wear that that says, you know, welcome to the family or something like that. Right. Something just warm and inviting that says, hey, we're more than just 
numbers. Yeah, and I love that idea. That's a great idea. Or even if you just say, okay, after you've been here one month, we're going to get everyone together. And maybe if uh, you're all working from home, you have a mixer or you go to, you know, just coffee with everybody on a Saturday whenever the business is closed. And then this is a, a meet and greet for the, the new employees. All those things start to bring bonding right away because yeah. that's how you get to know other other people. Because some people, they work and they don't ever even meet some of the people that are in the company. And this now, way, everybody is sharing. With increased costs, that are coming up right now. I can hear all the companies and different uh, small business owners saying, ah, you know, one more cost added onto the top of what I'm doing or one more task added onto the thing I'm doing. What would you tell them about the cost? Well, for me, the cost is really, when you think about what it costs to rehire and from the very beginning and the time that it takes to train, the time um, that you're in, and you're always in a beginning phase where you're not quite sure if this person's going to work out. And then if you have to start over um, and hire again because they didn't, all that takes a lot of time, a lot of effort. And it's not always the employer. It could be the manager that is doing all that. Well, you're paying the manager to do mm -hmm. all that extra work. So when you have that loyalty factor, um, you have somebody that comes in and right away, they all feel like, oh, wow, you know, I'm so glad I'm here because I, you know, people are so friendly and, and they're all listening to what I have to say and they're anxious to hear what my expertise is per se. But it's just human nature. It's human nature to want to be needed, to want to have recognition, even if you're the silent type that doesn't necessarily want big hoopla over it, but you would like to have somebody at least recognize what you've done and what an asset you are to the company. Yeah. And when I was working for a couple of big companies uh, many moons ago, uh, we won't talk about how long ago that was because, you know, <laughs> it was it was actually before computers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that they would send out a birthday card to us, but it was the same birthday card to everybody. It was just a generic card. And at the very bottom was just a signature for my supervisor that she probably had to do, you know, quickly in the morning and get out of the way. That didn't really feel like that's personal touch. So in a, in a company that has maybe 200 employees, would you suggest taking the time to send out individual gifts and really think about each individual item or, you know, would they you automate can, that? I mean, is but you can also make it automated. And when you do that, number one, you're making it First of all, it's personalized. So when they receive it, their name is on it. And it's not just, you know, happy birthday and then, you know, thank you in a signature. It's specifically made for the people in that company. And if they want to get more detailed, depending on the department they're in or maybe the position they're in, they could go ahead and make that card for those people in that department special to that department. 
or they can, uh, like I said, add a little something, add a cookie, add a, um, you know, some silly little gift, maybe a, maybe a, not silly, but a journal uh, with their name on it. Um, something that personalizes it so that it's, it's not going to be just a gift or just a card. It's going to be something specific to them. And it really is cost effective because when you think about it, the fact that they're getting something and they're feeling appreciated is going to make them more loyal and want to work harder. They're going to want to please you. They're going to want to make whatever it is they're doing. It's satisfying to yourself knowing that you're doing a good job, but you want to please the employer or the manager or whoever it is. It's just, like I said, it's human nature to do that. Human nature. Yeah. And um, so let's talk a little bit about the the high cost of turnover. Now I know that in the market today we have people whose mentality is, is I'm only going to park myself here for maybe a year or two anyway. They don't have, I mean we're in a very transitory time in our businesses. I talk to business owners, even small or large, who are seeing churning of employees literally within nine months. Um, recently, I just read a, a forum where a big, huge bank company that was hiring 30 people for very high up jobs. And she said that as they interviewed, the person said, and this was routinely said, we're only going to be there maybe three years. And that's very short. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So we, we're working against this mentality how do you think loyalty pays, plays into that so that we might can have a chance to retain that employee for a little bit longer? And is it the only thing? Do we Is loyalty like what you're talking about? Is it a piece of the pie or is it the pie? Do they work on other things to create an environment for their employees? I think that it it's more than just a piece of the pie. It's something that, like I said, it's just built into us to feel like, do we really want to leave this position? Do we really want to leave this job when I'm so appreciated and, and I have all these things and I may not find that somewhere else. You know, we're, we're always that person that's looking as the grass greener on the other side, but when I think you're more apt to stay when you know that you have created that family, that you have created where the other employees are all your friends, um, mm -hmm. you know, you've bonded with them and it's hard to go. And I know that from my own experience, because right. I, I just know that when I'm in a really good environment and I'm with people that mean a lot to me, I don't want to go somewhere else, regardless of whether somebody entices me to go somewhere else, because I can't say that, you know, the money is great. But to me, um, I think that in my heart and in my uh, soul, I feel like when I'm already in a family and I'm already accepted and I'm already doing a great job at what I'm doing, why would I want to leave that for something that is probably not what I, what I think it is? You know, that's, 
That's just me. Yeah. No, I think that's great. In this world where we're now a good portion of the people have moved to working remotely for, at home, Mm-hmm. the consensus is, is that we have lost the fuzziness and family fun between us in the office. Do you think that uh, the loyalty program that you're talking about could help bond over distance and through virtual offices? Yes. And I think that, and, and if they're all over the place, I mean, if they're, you know, in a other states and and that kind of thing that's one thing but you could even make it so that you planned uh, a yearly um i guess you would say like a weekend where all employees come and get together or if it is local and people are working from home that you make sure that once a month or once a quarter you have a mixer like i said and it doesn't you know, it doesn't have to be at a fancy place. It's just some place where you can all talk, learn about each other, and be able to um, share maybe frustrations about whatever it is that you're doing, because you're all with the same company. But you just tend to relax when you're in that type of atmosphere. And um, I think having a holiday party is very important. Um once a year where you're there and you're that's when when you feel like that spirit the holiday spirit and you want to share it with others and especially the people you work with so yeah you know i have a a story to bring forward that'll kind of demonstrate what you're talking about uh a long time ago i worked in business consulting and and the other thing that i have is i've got quite a few people in different companies and one of them is a gentleman who's working for a lit- logistical company who does their programming. So the salary of that person is in the six figures. The company that hired him initially, uh, they paid him a little bit less than market value, but they did a lot of the things that you're talking about. They would send cards and everybody, all the bosses would sign the card and talk about what they liked about him and what he was doing in the company. And that would come with a a birthday card that had maybe a a gift card or something that they would enjoy. They provided different things, uh, meals and different stuff for the employees and would play tennis together or ping pong. I mean, they only had what, 45 employees. So it was a smaller company, Mm -hmm. but then, um, and then during Christmas time, they would send out these wonderful gifts, different things, uh, smoked hams. And it was quite expensive for them to do this, but they were paying some of their employees a little less than market value, but there was so much loyalty and personal attention to the people that I would often hear this person say, gosh, you know, I should probably go apply for this job. I know I'm going to make $20,000 more per year, but I just love the environment and how they treat us at this company. So finally, this company got sold. And the new company that has moved in is even giving bonuses and upped their salaries, but there's absolutely zero uh, personal attention. In fact, it's almost negative. And now that same person earning more, getting the bonuses and everything else is very likely to leave that position 
mm-hmm. because the environment has changed so drastically and he feels so detached from the management. The management has brought in, uh, you know, human resources and they've brought in all this stuff to distance themselves from the employees. And he feels like a number. So it's just mm-hmm. very much like what you're talking about. Look at the numbers we're talking about. 20000 $50,000 is not equaling, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the cards that I'm guessing all totaled probably cost that company, the original owners, $2,000 a year probably per employee. And yet with the $50,000 bonuses, they're going to lose the people of this company. So there's such a marked difference between when people are treated like family. Well, and I feel like that's such a good story. I feel like for me, once you experience that, you'll talk about that the rest of your life and you'll, you'll, you can't beat it. You cannot be feeling like you're appreciated, like you get along with all the employees and sure there'll be one or two that you don't resonate with, but that doesn't mean that you don't still feel this loyalty. You feel a loyalty towards not only them. That's one of the reasons why people don't call in sick sometimes is because they know they're putting a burden on their friend who works at that office or wherever it is. So that's the other thing. When you build that kind of bond I think you also not only have mentally healthier people, you also have physically because they already feel good when they're there. And like I said, they won't call in sick. You know, of course, if if they're sick and you don't want them spreading something, that's one thing. But, you know, like some people just call in sick because they they need, need a mental extra health. day off. Yeah. <laughs> mental health day, yes. So... Yeah. And when the environment is better, you don't need that mental health day as much. No. Now, I understand that you have a, a tool that you use to help companies and and small companies owners to create a loyalty program around their company. Can you explain a little bit about that program that you have and, and let people know where they can get a hold of that? We'll have your information under the podcast and uh, at the end of the videos that we do produce for this podcast, but, but just a little bit of information would help our listeners know what you do. Okay. So I use the tool that is mailbox power and mailbox power has a way that you can set up, create your own from scratch, uh, not only cards, but certificates, uh, corporate gifts, all those different things. And basically one of the best things about it is they have a business builder and that business builder is where you can get leads for a small amount of money because we know leads can cost a lot of money if you purchase them. And this is uh, just something like 10 cents a lead. And it comes from um, a place that will give you a whole system set up, you can actually go on there and narrow it down to, um, you know, what is the, you know, the, how much do they make? Um, 
let's see, how many kids do they have? Uh, do they own a business? Are they, you know, it has all these things that you can narrow it down. Do you want it just sent to women? Do you want it to everybody? Do you want it just to seniors? It so this, what so what you're describing right now is really uh, developing some lead generation correct. for a company. Um, how can a is there any way that a person can use this to generate items like you've talked about birthday cards and things like that for their employees? Um, oh, you mean say that again? So can they use this tool to to send oh, yes. off items? and yes. birthday cards and things like that for their employees. And is that sort of an automated system? Like a, yes. a manager could go in there and set it up and set up all those birthdays. So they're not having to think about just about everything all the time. Right. It, it Just about everything you can automate. And you have a choice of doing a one touch or a five touch, or you can create your own. You could say, okay, every three weeks, I want something to go out. Um, let's so say you could basically you... create a loyalty workflow. Right. Cool. Right. So, and, and you can also just send, like for me, they have a link that you send to the, to whoever it is, the, um, like say your customers and you uh -huh. decide that um, you want to be in touch with them and get, update their address. You send them the link. It automatically goes into the system. You don't have to type it in. Uh, you can put it on a, um, like in an email, uh, in the messenger inside LinkedIn, you can put it anywhere. You can make a QR code with with um, all kinds of things that have to do with, like, say you do a video uh, talking about, you know, we'd love to have you come back. We miss you. If you have customers that have been in the past, but you want to, you know, touch base with them again and bring them back into to your realm and tell them about all the different things that they're doing that are new or, I mean, the list goes on. There's just so much that you can do. And it, it's not, it's also a chance for an employee, if they're going to be the one doing this system to create and, and it gives them a sense of I'm really helping the company. I'm doing something, creating something that will help bring customers back or get new customers. It, I was just listening to somebody yesterday do the same. They were so, they said, I love this because I, it gives me a chance to use my creativity. So one of the things we need to do is have you come back and we'll address how this tool helps us with customer service and loyalty to our own leads within a business. Yes. Is that cool? All right. Well, we really appreciate your wisdom in talking to us about loyalty in the workplace. I 100%, uh, you know, think this is a absolutely a message that needs to be heard, both in small business and especially in very large corporations. And the tool that you have also applies to to customer loyalty as well. So I think that'll be fun to revisit that on another show. Is there anything else you would like to leave our audience with concerning the loyalty in the workplace that we've been talking about? I don't think so. I think my main thing is just to um, have people op have an open mind and 
to realize that they're going to find that they'll be saving money and having more employee and customer retention because of it. You know, it's just simple little things that can make all the difference. Isn't it? It's in the simple things are come wondrous and, and great things. So thank you so much for being on our show. That's it for today, folks. And we hope that you check out her information that's under the podcast and contact her. She's a great resource to help you build your business and to build your company. We'll see you later. Bye.